Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. News Talk 1080, the Monday edition of the Wilmarotti Show. Good to be back with you guys. Thanks to uh, my friend Joel Rissinger for filling in on Friday. Had a marvelous time. We're out in Indianapolis. Had a great chance to go to my church away from home church yesterday, Connection Point in Brownsburg, Indiana. What a great church. What a tremendous church, tremendous ministry to have there. I get ideas every time I go. So, uh, but good to be home, good to be back, good to be with you this morning. Um, saw an article this morning, not surprising, not surprising, but uh, here's, here's the title. This is from CNBC. Uh, Russia laying the groundwork to annex Ukrainian territories. Now, this is not a surprise. They've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, there's certain parts of, you know, there's certain parts that they've been fighting over for years, in Ukraine, and, and it looks like it maybe is coming to a head. I don't know. Let's talk to someone who will. Joining us now on the hotline, tremendous history in the military, 30 years military experience, most of that time Special Forces, finished out the Pentagon, West Point graduate, War College, working now with the Heritage Foundation, uh, our good friend Steve Bucci. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor. It's good to be back. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. So am I right in what I just said? This isn't really a shock to people that the Russians would, would start laying the groundwork to annex certain Ukrainian territories. Have people thought that for a while? Uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of knew that was their basic intent, even when they were just gathering forces. We didn't know they'd do it quite as spectacularly as they did with the full invasion. Yeah. Uh, but once they rolled back their goals or, you know, re package them to say, oh, we really only want to, you know, rescue all the people in the eastern part of the country. Uh, then as as they got a little bit of success there, they they continued to now say, well, we really need all of this territory, you know, along the coast as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all precursors to them doing what they did with Crimea uh, and saying, well, we're just going to annex this they'll probably do some sort of election there uh, you know a, a referendum that yeah. they'll manage 
which will undoubtedly come out that the majority of the people there want to be a part of Russia. Uh, it's complete falsehood and complete, you know, lying, but they'll do it. And uh, then we'll see what uh, where it goes from there. I mean, we we were. I mean, I, I they've been having problems in like what's known as the Donbass region for for years, right? So, um, but we know, you know, in twenty fourteen, they they took over, you know, they annexed Crimea, and uh, so I feel like this is a nibbling at the edges thing. It seems, I guess, if they do this, that they're and they're doing crazy things. They're like offering passports, Russian passports to Ukrainian citizens. They're they're uh, putting up. Um, cable tv russian cable tv for them and i mean it, it clearly they're they're trying to just take take these folks under their wing apparently uh if this happens and and they and they declare you know the 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 donbass region other regions officially you know russian territory do they stop at that point steve you think they've accomplished what they want to or they're going to keep going do you suppose uh i i think they'll probably stop for a while uh, and let things settle down, you know, get everybody used to it. And then if, you know, I don't know what their future plans are, but it's clear that if they do have future plans, they'll continue to go. If, if they're able to do what we're saying to, to uh, annex those parts that they're now occupying as part of their invasion, why would they stop? I mean, they might stop stop temporarily to let world opinion die down to kind of give a little space but then they'll they'll just continue because they got away with it yeah why would you stop if you got away with it (laughs) yeah i suppose right no consequence you might as well keep going but gives them a chance to restock get more guys more troops but doesn't also give if they do that i mean also gives ukraine a chance to you know restock and resupply and uh, you know, I don't know. This does does it make sense? Would it even be possible? Ukraine, you know, already application to join the EU. Does it make sense if it stops to have an emergency meeting and 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 enlist them in NATO? Uh, it it would, yeah, and that might help. But you know, Russia could just say, "This is why we have to do this because you know <laughs> you're attacking us by letting these people right. into the NATO." Well, they're kind so, of saying you know, it now. I mean, that's been their complaint, right? I mean, I, they've been using yeah. that as as a as an excuse, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's it's scary. Uh, it's unfortunate for the people of Ukraine. Uh, but if if the United States and the rest of the West let them get away with it, I, I don't see any you know justification for them stopping. For us to expect that they'll stop, mm-hmm. I think they'll just keep rolling. So, Nancy Pelosi, let's shift gears for a minute. Let's go to our, our good friends at China. Um, Nancy Pelosi um, begins Asian trip, but, you know, is she going to go to Taiwan? Is she not going to go to Taiwan? Chinese have very, been very threatening about that. I mean, who would care, honestly, if Nancy Pelosi showed up? It's not like that's going to, you know, cause some shift in balance of power. Um, high-level U.S. I read somewhere that high-level U.S. officials go to Taiwan all the time. It's, it's not like this never happens, right? So just because no, it's Pelosi, it, um, it, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think she's going to go? And, and if she goes, what what is China going to do? Well, you know, first, the Speaker of the House is not a foreign policy player, 
Right. I mean, it's, it's, she's not the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. She's not the Secretary of Defense. She runs the House of Representatives. Uh, so for her to go is, frankly, a non-issue from our standpoint. It's not a signal of any change in policy or anything like that. The only reason this is an issue is because China has made it an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, said, oh, you can't do this. And if you do, we're going to stop you. Uh, so because they did that, we almost have to go. Otherwise, it appears that we're kowtowing to them, not trying to be, make a pun there, you know, that we're <laughs> bowing to their yeah, wishes yeah. and allowing them to dictate to us what's going on, which is what they're kind of hoping would happen. You know, if the president was going to Taiwan, the Chinese would have fussed and fumed, said, we don't like this, this is bad, shouldn't yeah. happen. But they would have never made a threat because the president would go and, and it's normal. We do send high level people there all the time because it's the speaker. They were able to make this threat because there's room that there's no policy reason for us to tell Nancy Pelosi, hey, just stay home yeah. or you know, go to other countries, but don't go to Taiwan because it doesn't matter except that it it gives the appearance that we're allowing President Xi to dictate to the United States of America where we can go and where we can't. Mm-hmm. So that's the rub. We should not let them get away with dictating to us. But do we want to have a major confrontation with them over a visit that, frankly, is meaningless? Well, uh, it's meaningless by a meaningless person, which makes it even more bizarrely profound and stupid. But the the whole thing is, I'm just, um, I, I guess I'm, I, do, do, I, I don't think Pelosi should go in the first place. I think it's dumb. There's no reason for her to go. But now if we back down, doesn't it show one more, one more, uh, isn't it one more display of weakness, that, at least as viewed by the Chinese? Yeah, that, that's exactly the problem. It, if we back off now, the only reason to go now is because the Chinese told us not to. Uh, it's it's such a meaningless right, business. Right, it's so dumb. The whole thing is so dumb. Um, I don't know. So what's your gut, Steve? Uh, I, I'm guessing she'll go. Yeah. I could be wrong because, you know, my mindset is what a normal administration would do. This particular administration, you know, is, is so squishy about stuff and particularly towards China. Mm. You know, they really don't want to tick off the Chinese uh, because they've got such a cozy relationship with them, inappropriately so, in, in my opinion. Uh, but I, I can't see how they can bend to the Chinese. If they do that, the Chinese are going to crow from the rooftops about it. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't say another word, the rest of the world sees it. And boy, you talk about losing credibility and losing gravitas. It'll be a major defeat for America's prestige and mm-hmm. standing in the world yeah. over, over squat. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, and what, when they're talking about this is what they this, this, this is just uh, off an article an hour ago. What does it mean? I don't. I mean, have they defined it, or or, or have they said it in the past? They, they're threatening if Nancy Pelosi shows up in Taiwan, 
the Chinese are threatening to take strong and resolute measures. Well, that's pretty wide open, right? I mean, well, they're not going to shoot at her. They're probably not going to uh, arrest her. You know, that's going to happen. I mean, what 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 is a strong and resolute measure? They already hate us anyway. I mean, it's not like we're friends. I, I'm 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 I guess I'm at a loss. What do you? What would you? I mean, you don't know the the minds of the Chinese, but what do you think that could mean? Uh, it it could mean you know the the extreme end of it is you know scrambling planes that as her plane approaches they you know they tip their wingtips and that sort of thing and get her to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. That would be an act of war. Uh, if she if they just can't, if they shot her plane down, obviously it'd be a, an act of war. It's a it's a U.S. government aircraft that she flies on. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, but other measures, you know, will they send ships out into the straits and sail around and, you know, shake their fist at her plane when they fly over? Uh, my guess is that would be the extent of it. The problem is now she has invested his prestige to his people of telling them, you know, they better not do anything or we're going to take action. And then if he doesn't do anything, he's got a problem. Now, right, he right. created this problem, but it's, you know, the Chinese are big on, on not losing face and, and seeming like they've backed down. So how do we sort this out without one side or the other losing their cookies? And <laughs> I, I don't have a good solution for it, yeah. to be honest with you. But yeah. this is something that China provoked, not us. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless you want to say, well, Nancy Pelosi should have never planned to go there. I, to be honest with you, I don't know how often in the past a Speaker of the House has gone out and done this kind of, you know, Secretary of State-ish kind of trip. Well, last she time anybody goes out and does codels, you know, like if, yeah. if they, they would come to Iraq when we're, we were fighting there yeah. and visit the troops. It wasn't just to go around and, and visit hot spots around the world that could cause friction to what benefit? Uh, so I guess maybe we could blame all this on Nancy for planning it in the first place. Right. I mean, but, well, uh, what's her, it, her, of it, course it, I read, I, I don't know. You, you know, this, I read that the last time, uh, this high of a rank, you know, the number three on the chain supposedly, uh, went to Taiwan was, was uh, Newt Gingrich in 1997. So it's, yeah, it's, and that's, it's that's a long, long time ago. The Speaker ago. of the House, even though they're the third in line to the to the White House, yeah, you know, as far as the succession plan, they're they're not even involved in foreign policy. Yeah. So you know, yes, they she is third in line. God help us, but uh, it's she's not a player in these things. I mean, it's like sending the governor of of Iowa there or something like that. Uh, you know, it's just dumb. No offense I'm not to Iowa. I was going to say, there's no reason to insult Iowa. Let's, let's, no, let's but, keep I them mean, on. They might be selling them corn. I don't know. But so it, this just know. popped up on my news feed an hour ago. Report Pelosi to visit Taiwan despite Chinese warnings. Okay. Well, that was then, an hour ago. You know, so that, that's, you know, we're playing tough. That's not hardball. It's not, she didn't say she's going there to give a speech. You know, to say we're now going to put nuclear weapons in, in there. I, mm. I mean, frankly, it would be a much bigger deal if the secretary of state went, uh, who is below her on the, you know, the succession plan. 
But is the relevant player there or, you know, the secretary of defense, uh, that's I could understand the Chinese being miffed about it. Yeah. But her going, I, the Chinese should have said, yeah, she's not a player. We're not worried about it. Who cares? Right. We don't like her there, but she's such a non-entity in, in the big scheme of things. Nobody cares. And you know what? Everybody, you know, half the country over here would have said, yeah, Ch- Chinese are right about that one. It's kind of a waste of gas. Uh, <laughs> but now they, they can't do that because they're, they've invested in it. This, this is in the same article from an hour ago. That says Pelosi's going to Taiwan despite threats from China. Okay, here's another one. It says a Chinese official, a, 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 a Taiwanese official, told CNN that Pelosi plans to stay in Taiwan overnight, but it's not clear that she would land in the country. What's she going to halo drop in? What, what, what are they going to do? I mean, don't you have to land there to be there? I don't know. Um, that that one's that's an interesting line. I don't know. Maybe she's going to get you know a, a special forces guy to fly with her and do a tandem jump. Hang on, in. hang on, Miss Speaker. We're going now. <laughs> I don't know. You got you can't make this stuff up, Steve. It's too funny. Hey, um, so so you you think so? Let's just wrap up. So you 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 think you're you're in your estimation, if they do annex the Donbass region, they'll probably take a break for a while. I, I do. Uh, okay. One, they need a break. Their military is played out. Uh, and the world, you know, they want the world powers around them to back off a little bit and give them more room to maneuver. And, you know, and they'll say, this is all we ever wanted. And, you know, now our people are safe. We can, you know, relax. And, and then, you know, six months, a year from now, they'll start this all over again. Yeah. All right, and then, then and then you also think that Pelosi likely will go to Taiwan. China will do some saber rattling, but at the end of the day, probably no big deal. I, I don't think it will be. And if yeah. the Chinese are smart, they can play this up. They can embarrass Pelosi by you know painting her as a non-entity yeah. and not have to even you know pull a ship out of port and say, yeah, we've reviewed this because it's her. It, she, nobody cares. We don't like it, but you know we've decided. Fine, let her visit because she's a nobody. Uh, and and they could you know slap her around. And you know obviously we don't like them talking badly about our officials. Mm-hmm. But in this case, they'd be accurate with mm-hmm. regard to the 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 issue set there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and one last note. I'm at Indianapolis yesterday waiting for the NASCAR race to start. There's nothing, there's nothing more exhilarating than to have American-made fighter jets fly over you 500 feet. And you can feel the concussion as they go by the engines. I mean, it was so awesome yesterday at Indianapolis. We love flyovers, so thank, thank you, military. <laughs> oh, it, it is impressive. It reminds you of the power Wow, our military yeah. possesses to defend us and defend our interests, and uh, it, it's it's pretty awe-inspiring. Oh man, it was it was cool. People went crazy over it. It was just, and they and they did a low one too. Usually, it seemed like they were higher generally in the past, but it was it was a pretty low flyover, and you literally could feel the vibration. As, as they as they went over. It was really cool. Anyway, Steve, thanks so much for being on. Appreciate you very much, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you next week. 
Sounds good, Pastor. Have a great week. You too. All right. Okay, guys, we're going to take a break here in a second. Let me just tell you, though, I want to, I want to, uh, we're going to have a guest coming up at 1035. You don't want to miss this. You do not want to miss this, particularly if you're over 50. Let me just say that, right? If you're over 50, uh, you, you don't want to miss this. If you have elderly parents that you either care for or don't care for or care for themselves, whatever, you don't want to miss this. It's so important. It's so important because I can tell you that I have gone through some incredibly difficult times over the years with families that were not prepared for a loved one passing. You don't want to miss it. And in addition to that, you're going to have some free opportunities this week to learn a lot more about it. And so we're going to, we're going to have a guest on at 1035. We'll talk more about it with him then. Um, this is really going to be good. You're going to love it. No, not love it. I mean, it's not a, it's not a pleasant situation, you know, thinking about something like that. However, um, it's something that's necessary and you will be so much, you'll feel so much more peace of mind, whether you're the person, the, uh, the, the senior person, or you have senior parents or, or you're not even that senior, but you'll have such peace of mind to handle this stuff while you can, while there's time. I can't tell you how, uh, how important it is and we're going to share that when we get back so uh we'll go to a couple commercials the news and then a really great feature coming up for you you don't want to miss it right here on the monday edition of the will Marotti show wtic news talk worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, 1039. Um, mentioned this in the last half hour. Listen, I've been a pastor for nearly three decades. One of the hardest things I've ever had to do is walk through with families when someone, a loved one, dies and no plans were made. Nothing was written down. We don't know what the finances are. If there's any assets, we don't know who's getting them. So it's not bad enough that your loved one dies. You don't have any plan. And so now you're having infighting between family members and, and, and so, but you know, the good news is all that's avoidable. It's all avoidable. Every bit of it's avoidable. And I'm so happy for our next guest because uh, this is, he's an expert. He's an expert in this field. And uh, for the first time ever, I'm glad to welcome to the Will Marotti Show, uh, Attorney Barry Horowitz. Barry, welcome to the program. Talking to you. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. Good. So let me let me do this first. I, and I told the people in the last half hour, you're going to be offering some some complimentary workshops 
I want to make sure people have the time to get this information down because it's starting tomorrow. We're, we're, this isn't like weeks away. This is less than 24 hours away. Uh, yes, it is less than 24 hours away. So, guys, listen to this for a second. I'm going to ask Barry some questions. So, tomorrow, uh, August 2nd, uh, now this is if you're in the Meriden Wallingford area, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, they're going to be serving a continental breakfast, great food. The Hilton Garden Inn, which is on 1181 Barnes Road, that's research. Uh, that's 68 Route 68, really. Um, t- Tuesday, August 2nd, 10 to noon. Now, also, uh, Meriden on, on August 2nd, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., coffee and dessert, also at the Hilton Garden Inn, 1181 Barnes Road. And then on Wednesday, August 3rd, in Southbury, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., they'll have some refreshments at the Heritage Hotel, 522 Heritage Road. Thursday, August 4th, in Enfield, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, Continental Breakfast at Figaro Restaurant, 90 Elm Street. Then Saturday, August 6th, in Old Saybrook, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, Continental Breakfast at the Saybrook Point Inn and Spa on 2 Bridge Street. And then Saturday, August 6th, also Old Saybrook, 2 p.m., 4 p.m., refreshments also at the Saybrook Point Inn and Spa at 2 Bridge Street. Now, Barry, let me ask you a question. I, I mentioned this in, in the opening. That I've, I've gone through this with families in the past. Am I right to say that all of the chaos, all of the infighting, all of the frustration, all of the anxiety is all avoidable? It can be avoided if you get your planning done. There's an old saying about this. People don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. Mm. So I really encourage you, encourage people to come to these seminars to learn about it. Now, to make a reservation for these seminars, you need to call 860-548-1000. That's our phone number. Or you can reserve online at www.preserveyourestate.net. So people can write this down. Be good. 860-548-1000 or www.preserveyourestate.net. But I want people to realize feeding is very limited. Mm -hmm. We're trying to follow the COVID guidelines as much as we can. Mm -hmm. So I really encourage people, they want to go because they're starting tomorrow to call as soon as possible. Do you have a preference, Barry, uh, either phone or online? Do you have a preference on how they contact you? Not really. People can do it either way. Maybe a little preference for phone just because we're used to it. Everything being online now is relatively new. But if you're more comfortable online, you can make the reservation there at www.preserveyourestate.net. That's pretty cool. So uh, this is obviously if you have senior, you know, if you're a senior, if you have senior parents, who, who is this for, Barry? Well, it's really for anybody who I think has children and owns a home. I think if you meet those two qualities where you have a home, that means your assets are large enough to warrant getting a living trust done. These seminars are primarily on living trust, so it's a lot right. of it has to do with probate avoidance. Right. Um, then, then, and if you have children, so you have people you really care about protecting, or maybe you, maybe you have other people you care about protecting and aren't children, uh, then you really want to attend the seminar. We all, we're big believers the first step mm. is to learn about something. Mm-hmm. So these seminars are free, uh, and they're open wow. to the public. And at the seminars, we give people the opportunity to schedule an appointment with us. Mm-hmm. That's also free. And that's a big advantage because it's normally $650 to come see us under mm-hmm. normal circumstances. But we decided that if you'll attend these seminars and learn about it first, we can probably work with you more efficiently this way, then we give you the meeting for free. So it's a very important reason, I think, to attend the seminars. If you like what you hear, you can get a free meeting about it. 
All right, so what about the person who's listening right now? They've got some, they're not extremely wealthy, but they, they did well. And uh, they say to themselves, well, I already got a will. I already got a, should, should that ever be reviewed? I mean, should they go back and look at it again? I mean, maybe there's some changes. They, they want to well, update something. It doesn't hurt to look at the will. Um, but I find that people, really what they're looking at is dissatisfaction with the will in general. Because all a mm. will is is instruction sheet for a judge telling them what to do in the probate process. Mm-hmm. Now, probate can be very expensive, very time-consuming. It's all up to the public. And if you've got real estate in multiple states, you can have multiple probates. So it is um, something that most people that I meet with want to avoid. They'd rather mm-hmm. avoid that process. A living trust, which is what we talk about primarily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a way of doing that. But most people don't have a common sense notion about what a living trust is. So that's where we give the seminars to educate people. And we talk about wills during the seminars. We talk about doing nothing. We talk about just relying on joint tenancy, joint ownership. Mm-hmm. We talk about wills, and we talk about trust. And we compare them all. So I find that most people, when they really sit down and look at it, they would prefer trust rather than just mm-hmm. the will. Sure. So let's say we're talking with Barry Horowitz, and, and Barry's offering a number, and we're going to go over them again, a number of, of complimentary workshops starting tomorrow uh, around the state that will give you more information. Barry, if they go if they go to one of these workshops and they go, oh, man, that makes sense, or I need to do this, is it possible that they could make an appointment at the workshop to, to get a meeting with you guys? Yeah, that's exactly. In fact, that's what people will do. They will go and see the staff in the back and say, gee, I really want a, a free appointment to look at this specifically in terms of my own situation. And this allows them to do that. I, I got to tell you, though, it's so, it's so frustrating to me when, when I, I get called for a family and, you know, loved ones died and there's virtually no plan. I mean, there's nothing, no, no wishes expressed, nothing in writing. And, and then people are, you know, they're already upset and going through grief for the loss, but now they're in chaos trying to figure out what they're supposed to do. Oh, and is, I, I, I mean, so I've had common. friends that this happened to. That is so common, Will. People don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. Yeah. Yeah. Procrastinating about estate planning is an enormous problem. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest reason people don't do it. They just don't get around to doing it. They don't want to think about it. And then when someone dies, it's just a horrible situation. So mm-hmm. this avoids that by getting your planning done. Mm-hmm. So you want to get your planning done while you're still feeling okay, and this gives people a path to do that. All right. Guys, let me tell you again where these workshops are. You want to write this information down. So t- starting tomorrow, so like I said, it's not weeks from now, it's tomorrow. In the Meriden Wallingford area, tomorrow, August 2nd, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, we'll be serving a wonderful continental breakfast at one of my favorite spots, the Hilton Garden Inn. Uh, 1181 Barnes Road, that's Route 68 in Wallingford. Uh, also, uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. in in same place, in uh, Wallingford Marion area, the Hilton Garden Hotel is going to be coffee and dessert, 1181 Barnes Road. And then uh, Wednesday, August 3rd, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., they'll be serving refreshments at the Heritage Motel, 522 Heritage Road. And then Thursday, August 4th, in Enfield, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, again, very nice continental breakfast at the Figueroa Restaurant, 90 Elm Street. And then on Saturday, August 6th, in Old Saybrook, so beautiful, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, a wonderful continental breakfast, Saybrook Point Inn and Spa at 2 Bridge Street. And then also in Old Saybrook, uh, Saturday, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., same place. They'll be serving refreshments, Saybrook Point Inn Spa, 2 Bridge Street. Now, the seating's limited, so please call today so you reserve your spot, 860 548 1000. 
860-548-1000. Or you can go online, www.preserveyourestate.net. All one word, don't separate it. All one word, spell it as all one word, preserveyourestate.net. Uh, again, limited, so call, call as soon as we get off here. Call, get your spot set up. I can tell you, I love the Hilton Garden. We put a church, we put all our guests up there. And we have special guests coming in. It's a beautiful place. They have great food. Barry, um, what else? What else should people know about this? Like, um, what, what are some people, basic things that you're gonna? I mean, you think they're basic because you understand the law. And people go, oh, I didn't know that. Is there anything like that? I think people need to understand is that there are two reasons people don't get their planning done because it's obviously a thing you should do. So, right. why do the vast majority of people never do their plans? Well, the first thing is, as we talked about, procrastination. That is by far the biggest problem. But there is another problem, mm. and that's lack of knowledge. Mm. People, they, they barely can understand or know about wills. They sort of know about wills. They hear about them. But a living trust seems like, well, what's that about? They, they don't feel they're in a position to make a decision about it because they don't know about it. Mm-hmm. And the old saying is, you really don't know what you don't know. Don't know. <laughs> so by coming to the seminar... Both situations can be handled. They're given a time where they can come if they want to and get an appointment with us to come see us to talk about it. The meeting's free, so no downside. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is for two hours we're educating everybody about trusts and wills and how they work so you can learn about it. There's great handout materials mm-hmm. and usually a really exceptional question and answer period at the end, where it's not mm. uncommon for me to be talking for a half hour answering questions that people have. Wow. I think you can learn a lot by listening to what other people's questions are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, if I may add a third with the experience that I've had for almost three decades, I think there's a third factor why they don't do it. It's fear. It's either fear of the process or really, I mean, let's be honest, there's a fear people have about dying. But I would say, yes. man, take care of this because you're going to bless your family by letting them grieve you and, and not have to worry about the chaos and the confusion of not having things planned out. So, I mean, I, I just encourage everybody to do it. I've been doing it for years. This is so important, so critically Absolutely. important. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, it, we try to take care of our families our whole lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we, the last thing we do in life is how we leave our affairs. We're going to take care of our families then also. So it's very important to do that. You want to leave a legacy for your family, and you want to be mm-hmm. remembered well. If you leave your affairs in a mess, you know, how are they going to remember you? Mm-hmm. Try to have your affairs done. Try mm-hmm. to have everything taken care of. And so to do that, you've got to take action. The government is going to do it for you. You've mm-hmm. got to do it yourself. So the first step, in our opinion, at our firm, is education. So the seminars are being given to do that. You can get educated. You should bring your spouse with you so you both yeah, can hear the yeah. same things if you're married. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to come in, you can come in privately. Then if you want to proceed, you can proceed. And we have this all done for you in usually two months or less. Okay. Let me give the number one more time, 860-548-1000. 860-548-1000. It, it, starting tomorrow, it's going to go through Saturday. Call, get your spot. Uh, I can't I can't encourage you more to, to do this. Such a good, vital, important thing for you to do and really for your family. Hey, Barry, thank you so much for coming on. Are you going to oh, be great. at these, Barry? Is this you going to be at the... I'll be doing, I'll actually be doing all these seminars myself personally. Wow, okay. to meet with me cool. as well. And then, you know, if you like what you hear and you like how the firm sounds, you can go ahead and get started. Sweet. All right. Hey, 
Uh, Gray Havignon, thank you so much, and, and best wishes for all the seminars and the people that you help all week. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great, Will. Very nice talking to you and all the listeners. Thank you. All right. Guys, we're going to take a break. Quick commercial. We'll come back, uh, wrap up with your calls, final calls, 860-522-9842. Don't wait. Call now. We'd love to hear from you today. We'll be right back. This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back, 1055, 860-522-9842. I'm going to do something I, I have never done before. I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to read something very complimentary and hopeful about UConn football. I saw this today, New Haven registered. I got a new coach after going, I don't know, what were they, four and, four and 30-something for the last, the last three seasons under the disaster of Randy Edsel. Um, and they've hired a new coach, Jim Mora. Now, Jim, uh, you know, clearly has not been a coach for a long time. He last time he said in this article, last time he coached was November 18, twenty seventeen, and got fired from UCLA the next morning. Played the USC that game and got fired the next morning. And he has been coaching since. Now he's had stints in the NFL. He's had stints in other college programs, um, and he's been doing you know announcing and broadcasting since then. Um, but he said he's really excited to be here. He's really excited to be He said, it's emotional for me to have a chance to do this, said Mora. Especially here, I know the outside of these gates, people don't think much of us, and that's okay with me. I think a lot of us, and I'm excited to see where it's going to go. So they had a new practice, three-hour practice, and um, they're, they're excited about it. After a one, how embarrassing, one and 11 record. I mean, come on. Seriously, they could do better. I, I know they can. Obviously, we have a ton of work to do, but the encouraging thing is that this is a group of young men that want to get better, Morris said. Uh, in the eight months since he's been hired, Morris' presence and personality has been building uh, a culture shock for rebuilding the program. There's one reason he was hired. Uh, that's one of the reasons he was hired. Morris' resume includes stints in the NFL, the NFL Falcons, the Seahawks, NFL assistant, again, last coaching job at UCLA since he was fired, and working in the media. And um, here's uh, running back Nathan Carter said, I would say that we're more of a brotherhood now. Uh, we keep each other up. We keep each other positive. Sometimes when we face adversity today in practice, we pick each other up like supposed to. That's what we need. Listen, I, I feel like if we're going to have a football team that represents Connecticut at large, as UConn does, just like basketball, just baseball, just like all this, then we ought to have a good one. And, and I like to see them do as well as they possibly can. And so I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Jim Mora. You know, I don't know, Joey, if you're listening, it'd be great to get Jim Mora to come on the show. I'd like to, I mean, I no, never did this before, but for some reason I'm encouraged about UConn. And I don't even know if it's permitted, but I'd love to get Jim Mora uh, to talk about UConn football here on the, uh, the one and the only Wilmarotti show. Hey, uh, guys, we're out of time. Great show today. Thank you for a Monday. Appreciate it so much. Thank you, Steve Bucci. Thank you, Barry Horowitz, and all the seminars tomorrow. Again, call that number. Let me give it to you one more time if I have it here. Oh, I'm such a, such a mess sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, I, no, I say that and I don't have it. So um, Wait, here it is. Here it is. Here's the number, 860-548-1000. Um, call the number to register for the, uh, one of those seminars uh, starting tomorrow all the way through Saturday, different locations. 
Uh, you can go to their website as well. The website's www.preserveyourestate.net. Matt, thanks. Great to be back. Great to be with you. Awesome job as always. Thanks to my crack researcher, LJ. Saved me a lot of time this morning as I got off the plane, got home around 1230, 1 o'clock. I'm beat, but I came here. I got it done. I did it. And it went well. Hey, love you guys. God bless you. Have a great afternoon. And I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.